0: So good morning, world. Welcome to a new week, a new month, and a new year. So, so excited to be here with you. And first, we should give props to Tiffany. She just passed another lap around the the sun. So, woot, woot. Let's all give some love to to Tiffany for for another birthday. And it was so fun to to gather with friends and just see the outpouring of love. Tiffany, you are well-loved.
1: Oh, my gosh. You guys, these friends are the best at me and Natalie hosted this amazing birthday party, the first time in my life I had my very own balloon arch. And it was epic and of course in blush pink and golds and peach colors and the most beautiful charcuterie and food and sweet video it was just amazing my sweetheart and the Goddard's planned this epic birthday party and so thank you so much and Yeah, it's like happy birthday, happy new year comes right at the same time for me, which I didn't love as a kid birthday in that time frame, but I love it now because it's all the same energy of new beginnings. And we're just going to have a little birthday party here for all of you this morning, in essence, of the birth of a new year. So thank you for having me. And I'm excited to be with everyone again.
0: Well, I am just thrilled. And I hope that this group understands just um, what a powerful creator you are, I think. A lot of us probably take for granted just because, um, you know, you show up on this call every Wednesday and, and you offer it for free. And so some people might think, oh, it's it's no big deal. But let me just tell you that Tiffany is a big deal. She has coached us. She has coached um, hundreds and hundreds of top leaders in doTERRA. And um, she's just this ball of light that that shines on so many. And I think one of her superpowers is helping people catch a vision, and get clear on what they want, get clear on what works, and then build a life around that. So she's helped Natalie and myself live into a reality that we wanted to, and and so that's what we wanted to create here today, was just create that space for each of you. So Mm. so, so grateful for you offering this, Tiffany, and we'll turn it over to you.
1: Mm, my dear friend I always love my I love us being co-pilots on this every single week and so I'm so glad you all are here we're gonna have a very special session today to lead out 2022 but just know you're welcome like he said every single Wednesday we have Wednesday gathering every single week and we share we connect we coach we laugh sometimes we cry sometimes we have breakthroughs a lot of the times and I just invite you and your teams and your friends it's an open space that you're welcome to invite them to join us. Andy, do you wanna just share briefly how people get connected to the reminders so they put it in their calendar, that kind of thing, just so for those of our friends joining us that this is not their regular Wednesday morning that they know how to connect to us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I love how Facebook likes to use the predictive text to change your links. So I was just posting a link there to the, the webpage where we have all the details about our wednesday call um it's it's recorded it's on zoom it's on facebook so you can even call into the the zoom version so it's really we've, we've tried to make it accessible to everyone um, but you can also get text notifications so that's how a lot of us like to be reminded just because life gets busy so go to that link show success.com call and uh, opt in for the the text reminders. But yeah, it's, it's such a huge, huge value. And Tiffany and, I, Tiffany and I talk sometimes and we're like, are we sure we should be giving this for free? Because this is massive value. Like this is basically an inner circle of coaching that with one-on-one coaching, like this isn't just, just group. It's like people are bringing their personal stuff. So I hope you value it. It's been a huge gift from Tiffany to do this for so many years. Are we coming up on 10 years?
1: Yeah. Can 10 you believe years
0: that? <laughs> Man.
1: What are we sell it with? 10 years? What's the gift? You know, I mean, are we, are we we're not to silver yet? We're I don't How know what that? it is. I think it should be like hot cocoa and, you know, yeah. deliciousness. Like but anyway, <laughs>
0: thank
1: you for sharing that. OK, my little loves, we're going to get connected here and drop in and do some great work here together. This is being recorded because I know some of you might be on the go or listening back to this replay and please do so. But I am going to invite you to have a journal or a notebook. So go ahead, if you haven't yet put that in front of you, or if you're taking notes on your iPad or computer, that's just fine as well. But you'll want something to do some note taking with and some clarity work. That's much of what we're going to spend some time together today is working through clarity. Clarity is power. It really is. When a a person has a clear vision they take action a confused mind tends to procrastinate or tends to chase their tail or hang out you know and just kind of you know sit on the fence but when we have clarity man that is a force it's a life force it's powerful and I love to say that clarity is the beginning of creation and so when we think I want to create new I want something new in my life we're going to do some clarity work here together today but as we get started Again, I'm going to invite you to have a journal, a notebook, maybe grab some water or make up your favorite tea or Creole brew or whatever your favorite beverage might be for yourself that you can be nourished in this space. And then I'm going to invite you to get three oils if you've got them in your, nearby and you can grab them. Awesome. But if not, I want you to write down in your notes, what's an oil that represents gratitude for you? And I'd love, please share this on the Facebook comments and in the Zoom chat box, because I love to share, but an oil for gratitude, an oil for abundance, and an an oil for clarity, and what oils help you think about that. And Andy, with the emotions book, you might want to add some of those for yourself as well. That'd be great. But just dropping into your own gut intuition, what oils that you're feeling, and I'm going to invite you to use them. Let's use those tools this morning, I've got Yarrow Palm and my glow blend on my face. It's a combination of Rose and Copaiba and Blue Tansy and Yarrow Palm and all that good stuff. And then on my body, I have Frankincense and Rose and Terra Shield. I have all three of those as for different reasons, for cleansing, for love and feminine connection to masculine protection and the light. But I legit have my body in Rose and Frankincense and a little Terra Shield. And then in my diffuser, I have elevation that's diffusing, right? And I'm just being very intentional and the part of creating whatever you want in this life and in this year, in this month, in this day has everything to do with utilizing and tapping into the power of intention. And so being conscious of that for yourself, I love the word intention, right? And creating an intentional life and In that thinking for yourself, the word intention, the word intention has the word tent right in the middle of it, right? It's one of my very favorite words of all time. On Sunday, I started re-listening for the umpteenth time. Literally, I probably listened to this book 12, 15 times. Wayne Dyer's classic book, The Power of Intention. It's one of my all-time favorite reads that I love to tap into. But in the work he's teaching, and similar, The Power of Intention, look at the word that's right in the middle of intention, the word Tent right? And the word tent, what do you think of when you think of the word tent, right? A lot of, well, camping or something like that, but it's literally, it's putting a stake in the ground. That's what's happening when you put up a tent is there's a stake in the ground. There's a claiming of, there's a holding space for this is where I'm going to be. And this is what I'm choosing to create. And so as we tap into intention is I invite you to come back to the magic of the oils right out of the gate is just what oils are you using that help you with, again, with gratitude, what things help you feel, you know, what sense and what oil really just speaks to you for gratitude. And then the oil of abundance for yourself and the oil of clarity and what helps you with those things is to help use those things in your space, your diffusers, on your body, I regularly, I'm speaking to a hair salon owner's group this afternoon. So we've got a full day today of creation. And I know for me, there'll be balance that I'll utilize, but I also for myself, again, often I use wild orange, wild orange for me is right. The oil of abundance and often talking about that it's such a lifter, but so is elevation and citrus bliss lately. I've been diffusing citrus bliss with geranium, that combination because geranium is so good for the heart right? And if for those of you that have heart stuff up, get into that geranium rose is also fantastic as well, but you know, geranium for me and citrus bliss is like this power abundance infused blend. It's like so much happiness in one. Now this isn't an essential oils technically training, but I want us using our tools because they help us with creativity. They have grounding influence and they have activating influence. And that's what we want to be doing. But on a blank sheet of paper in your journal, what I'd like for you to do first, we're going to do a mini session. I wish we had like eight hours together, but we're going to pack in quite a bit and we're going to start the process with certain questions. In my opinion, great coaching has everything to do with the questions you're asking versus having, quote, all the answers. Being a great coach and all of you are coaches too, right? Some of you formally claim that title, but all of you, whether with your children, with your teams, with your customers, right? With the people that you love, we're all in coach mode at some level. Well, being great at coaching and being great at relationship has a lot to do with questions, right? Versus, hey, I have to have, quote, all the answers. And so as we drop into, I'm just going to plant some different questions for you today, but I do have several free resources that I want you to activate. I don't want you to do that in this moment because I want you to stay present. But in your notes, will you just make a little action item list of some things to follow up on? That first blank sheet of paper, I just want you to write action list on it. And we're going to add a couple things to this. Number one is I want you to go to TiffanySpeaks.com and download three specific things. Number one, under the tab, free resources, there's a recommended reading list right? for great books. Like I just mentioned, The Power of Intention. There's several others on there for money, for mindset, for personal growth, but download the recommended reading list. Secondly, I want you to download the self-care guide. And number three, I want you to download the goals training because that goals training will go through in depth and will give you, it's about an hour and 20 minute audio and a workbook that goes with it that you can download instantly and go through that as one of, you know, a couple of those follow-up assignments that will support you. Next blank sheet of paper, I want you to turn the page or start to the next piece of paper. I want you to write at the top, wins and victories for 2021. What I call the gold mine or mining the gold. And we're just going to give you a couple of prompts right now and here. And even though we've turned quote the page, what happens sometimes for humans that if they haven't made room for or cleared the space, for the blank canvas to show up, they often December 31st and January 3rd feel a lot, pretty much the same. And so it's choosing, we wanna mine the gold just a little bit. I know some of you might be in my golden group right now and did a full detail on this, but I just wanna at least touch on this. I'd like you to write down what were some of your wins and some of your victories for 2021. From small things, lots of small things to big things, maybe you rank advanced in 2021, or maybe you moved homes, maybe you had a big life change or finished a degree or published a book or you know saw some big significant wins and victories. But I also want you to look at the little things like did you invest in your self-care in 2021? Whether you did it quote perfectly or not, but did you invest in it? Did you make progress with it? Did you also you know, improve your personal growth in terms of maybe books that you read? or things that you attended, things that you worked on? Were there causes, charities, or churches that you supported or tithed to? Did you travel? Did you get more organized? Did you declutter? Did you heal a relationship, start a relationship, or let something go that maybe you needed to? We know that for sure you're all more patient and persistent because of the last two years, what we've all been through, we've gotten to ex- to stretch those muscles quite a bit as a human race, haven't we? So there's a lot of things. So I just want you, that's number one, is looking at wins and victories of 2021. Number two is looking at some of those life lessons. What were you taught in 2021? What were some of the lessons? And I'd love to see some of these things in the Zoom chat box or on the Facebook Live if you want to share that. What's one of your wins and victories? Would love to hear it. I'm want to share that. Number two, if you'll do some journaling to this, and again, I'm going to load you up with different questions and prompts that will start today. And then some of your assignments are going to be that you flush some of these things out on your own time. But I want to hear about what was one of your life lessons in 2021? What did you learn? Maybe you learned about better boundaries or better self-care, or maybe you learned about, you know, healing in a deeper way. Or maybe you learn more about stretching your comfort zone. Yeah. What were some of those things? I'm loving reading this. Attracted abundance in 2021, says Christina. Reagan, Hi sweetheart, says um, spent a month in Breckenridge. I love that. Yes. Invested a month. Karen said life is short. Yes. Could see the hand of God, says Suzanne. Learning to let go. Boundaries and forgiveness. Self-care yeah, what did you learn? What were some of the lessons? And this is, again, a a thing that I want you to spend more time going through with some depth is truly just tapping into and saying, okay, what were the things that were my wins, my victories, and what were some of the life lessons? What was life wanting to teach me? There's a great, great quote by Buddhist monk Pima Chodron, where she says, nothing goes away until it teaches us what we need to learn. And so it's one of those things of Are we getting the lesson, right? What do we need to learn? What's this here to teach me is a great question. Write that down for me in your notes. So what's this here to teach me? Yeah, I love reading about these. Robin says, I survived COVID naturally, learned how powerful my strengths are. Christina said, left a negative job and attracted amazing consulting work. I love that. Decided to work my doTERRA business full-time. I love that. Miss Julie Brown says, I cleaned my food storage room some of you, just so you know, are just sending your comments to hosts and panelists. So make sure it says everyone there. Kathy B says, I learned I that I could endure more than I thought, stronger than my human mind when I turned to God. Shelly said, started school full time, getting straight A's. That's awesome, love. Kristen said, I learned what I don't want and learned more on my learned more on my side than I think. I'm stronger than I give myself credit for. Yes. Julie says, I'm learning about balance. That's for sure. Oh, such beautiful lessons, my loves. So this is where I want you to start and to do some journaling too. And, and really just soaking in and savoring as we close that chapter on the book, right? Is that the energy and the habits and the thoughts continue on unless we choose to shift them and change them. And so moving into this for yourself is I want you to think about What were those wins and what were the lessons? What's life wanting you to learn or teach you? Because as we gain the lesson, one of the things I love from James Allen's book, my very first book in personal development was a book titled As a Man Thinketh" by James Allen. Very first, many, 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 many moons ago. And he says this statement in there. I've read that book several times over in my life. But he says this, he says, every circumstance has within it a spiritual lesson. And once you get the lesson, the circumstance will transition and will pass away and make room for new. Mm, Isn't that so good? So what I'd like for you to do for me in just this moment, we're just going to drop into our heart space just a little bit. Again, I'd love a little geranium on your heart. If that speaks to you, a little rose or another oil that feels like love, that feels like nurturing, that feels like comfort, maybe put a drop or two right on your heart chakra What I'd like for you to do for just a moment, some of you might be driving, so please keep your eyes open, but if you're stationed and sitting, or you're in a space, you can do this. Go ahead and just drop in for me. Take a couple of deep breaths, one hand on your heart, the other hand on your belly, your solar plexus. And as you breathe in, I want you to see as if you breathe in right through the center of your heart. And I want you to breathe in gratitude, see as if white, bright light, we're just breathing gratitude in through our body. And as you exhale, anything that feels tense or stressful, anything in your jaw, your shoulders, your belly, go ahead and breathe it right out. Take another deep breath in. And breathe that out. And on this next inhale in, I want you to breathe right into the center of your chest, this golden white light. And in your thoughts, I want you to say, thank you, life. Thank you, God, for another year. Thank you, heart. Thank you, soul. And then insert your own name. Thank you, Kathy, Shelly, Daryl, Andy, Reagan, Christine. Thank you. Just thank yourself. Thank you, God. Thank you, life. Thank yourself. Thank you for another year. Thank you for the experiences. And anything in your mind that feels like a challenge or was a trial or an experience in 2021 that felt like painful, felt like loss or hurt or heartache, I just want you to breathe, as put, see white light around that and around yourself, around your heart, and I want you to thank it. Thank you for the lessons. Even if I don't even understand them fully yet, what they are, we're blessing this. Thank you. Thank you, 2021. Thank you, God, source, life, universe, Jesus, Buddha, whatever is alignment for you. Thank you for the life and the lessons. And as you breathe in that gratitude right into your heart, even if it's got tenderness, just breathe that right into your heart. And as you exhale, we're going to just release it. We thank it. We release it. We honor it. Big breath in. And as you exhale, release that. Thank you. And then your next breath in, I want you to breathe right into your heart. And know as you're breathing, you're literally breathing life force. You're alive today. But as you breathe in, we welcome the new. Welcome the new. This new beginning. Take in one more deep breath and thank your heart. Thank your body. See as if gold and white light is just filling up your belly, down through your legs, into the floor, into the earth. Let just breathe that in. Taking as much time as you want, go ahead and wiggle your fingers, your toes. Come back into the power of this moment. And that was just a short, but a, an important piece of this, right? Is acknowledging and blessing and gratitude and, and mining the gold, the gold mine. Is no matter how you think and feel about 2021, there's gold there. And it does matter how we think about it. Because just because the calendar changes, we pull the same energy unless we're intentional to shift the energy. So to think it, to bless it, move it into gratitude. Even if it broke your heart, one of my mentors says a broken heart is an open heart. Because think about it. Your heart's broken open. In life, it's like, oh, man, I'm more alive. Pain teaches us we're alive, doesn't it? Joy teaches us we're alive. And that's part of being human. The yin yang is deep, rich joy and deep, rich pain. And they both have a blessing in them. That's another mentor of mine says, Of the same coin on one side, with every blessing, there's a burden. And with every burden, there's a blessing. Isn't that so true? You might want to write that down. With every blessing, there's a burden. And with every burden, there's a blessing. And so just acknowledging it and honoring it. Yes, I understand when we come into a vision session, it's like, let's create, let's create, let's create, especially certain, right? Certain of our types and Enneagram types or personality or whatnot. And I love that. We're, trust me, we're going there. But it so matters that we honor where we've come from, and that we have a conscious shift. Now some of you might want to do a formal ceremony where you might write out some things that you maybe burn, or you light some candles, or you set some clarity, you do like a releasing ceremony, but I love to say you want to release to receive. And so we create the space to honor, give gratitude, blessing of, for all of it. And then, and we released it. I love it. Reagan, that's a great tip. She says, digest sun in her navel to digest the former year. I love that. Sometimes when I do, I have a lot of anxiety up or a lot of stress or stuff that's up. Digest sun is phenomenal for that too. I love it for all kinds of reasons, but it is phenomenal for that as well as digesting, processing, releasing is a great oil to support you. All right, let's move into creation of some of the new. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to create a list, blank sheet of paper. So we're back into that journal and draw a line right down the center. And on the left-hand side, it says less of. And on the top, or excuse me, top left-hand side says less of, top right-hand side says more of. So left is less of. And let's just do a little list. Sometimes one of the greatest things for clarity of what we want to create and what we do want is being clear of what we don't want right? Now we're not going to spend a lot of time focused on that, but as a point of clarity, which is what we're after in this session, is let's do a quick, just down the left side, what are some of the things you're real clear you want less of as we move into a new year, a new month, a new experience? What are some of the things you want less of? And go ahead and jot those down. And I'd love to see, just as a curiosity taking a pulse. What are some of the things that are up for you that you know that you want less of in 2022? Kristen saying less scarcity. Love it. What else do you want less of? I want less noise at times. I know I want less scrolling. And on the flip side of that, I want more reading or more nourishing activities, right? Yes. Less neglect, less stress, debt, anger, disorganization, heaviness, loss, clutter, family drama, negative thinking, less tech, clutter, junk, and static, less procrastination. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yes. See, again, we're using this as contrast for clarity, right? Because it's so important that we go, oh, I'm I'm getting more clear on what I do want, right? Yes. Less consumption. Katie says, I got banned off Facebook. That helped you with your social media. (laughs) Good job. All right. That must mean you were standing for something usually when that happens. Less drama, less excuses, chaos. Yes. Good stuff. Okay. So now on the right-hand side, what do you want more of? Right. It's just a great, we're just using this as a brainstorm prompt, a great, a great just prompt that we're putting into our mind. What do I want less of? And then we're moving into what do we want more of? What do you want more of in your life? Right? And for you, so if let's say you say I want less drama, you might say more peace, more communication, more f- understanding, more space for uniqueness and and differences. more tolerance, more pr- more progress mindset, right? One of the things I want you to all write on your list, less perfectionism, more progress and action taking. Can I get a name to that, right? It's for some of you what's happening, And it happens to me too, as a human, so it's not a judgment, it's an observation, is that sometimes we get stuck at the train station waiting for perfect, right? We're going to wait to be perfect before we post. We're going to wait till we look perfect, have the perfect this and that before we do the new headshots, right? We're going to wait, 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 wait before we share more of doTERRA, before this, before that. We're going to wait till we feel perfectly confident. As a leader, before we really grow our business in doTERRA, Mm -mm. less perfection, more progress, and progress creates momentum and action. If I do truly believe the most important goal you could set or, or adopt as a life mantra, a theme of personal self philosophy is the mindset that it's about progress, right? When you're progressing, you're happy, it might be something you also put in your notes. Progress equals happiness. Is your You feel good, right? It isn't about perfect. When I go for a great walk or get on my Peloton, I've joined the Peloton family in the last month, right? <laughs> and so um, I'm loving that. But I've not done a perfect bike ride yet. I don't know if I quote ever will or a perfect presentation, right? I'd never be here with you if I was still waiting to have perfect products and a perfect website, does that make sense? It's the willingness to take action, imperfect action. It matters that you start, that you continue, that you move forward. So again, I put progress heavily in that more of progress financially, progress with your health, progress with your marriage or relationships, progress with your doTERRA business, progress with your confidence, progress with your clutter and your home organization. Is we want to focus heavily on that progress mindset, right? And progress behaviors that move us forward. But what are some of the other things you want more of? Yes, more face to face, belly to belly with friends, more action, more understanding of people, right? What else do you want more of in your space, in your mindset, in your relationships, in your business, in your bank account, right? I want more experiences this year. I had a lot of great ones in 2021, but I want more of that. More feelings of love. Yes. More intention, says Linda. Hi, Linda. More inspiration. More joy, Marina. Yes. More travel. Travel, travel, travel. Yes, yes, yes. I want all of those things. But from simple things, right, that you might say more devotion time or more sunrises, that I see more sunrises or more sunsets. Little things off your joy list. You might say more reading of books or writing or learning a new language or experiencing more spirit connection. says Shelly, less expense, more income. I love that. Yeah. Some beautiful things, more dancing. I love it more, more, more. But what I want you to do is I want you to write down this question for me is what do I want to feel more of? And to have that be the core question as we look at the various quadrants or categories, I should say, of the goals that you're wanting to pursue. Now, I want you to download again on your action item list is to download that goals program. It's called the seven strategies for successful goal achievement. Right. It's quite a title. It's quite a mouthful. But the seven strategies will help support you in working through clarifying and then putting yourself into alignment of those goals happening. And I just want to make sure you have that resource because I know we're here for one hour today, but I want to make sure that you've got this to help support you. But most goals that we're going to set in our life, we're doing that because we're after a feeling, right? So think about yourself. What do you want to feel more of? And let's go through those eight categories of eight categories of where we want to set some goals in and do some visioning too. So again, what we're doing is just prompting and planting some seeds and pulling out some thoughts and some impressions of thoughts, feelings, images, ideas, actions that you want to take in each category, but we're just starting to lay that groundwork, right? And we're just percolating those thoughts and you can, obviously, you're going to take some of this and do on your own, your own assignment. Yeah. So Linda, that's typed in the chat box, TiffanySpeaks.com. and make sure you download. It. It's the goals program. It's right on the homepage, but it's also, there's a whole tab that says free resources that just directs you to all three of those that we've mentioned here already today. But let's look at category number one. I want to lead out with spirituality. So this is number one. If you write this for me in your notes, we're going to do some visioning work in these eight categories of your life. But number one is spirit or spirituality and whatever that means to you, it's different things to different people and they're all beautiful. I truly honor all the paths, all the names, all the words, but we're talking about that soulful, that spirit is what do you want to feel more of when it comes to the spiritual side of your life? A lot of times words like connection, purpose, love, gratitude, joy some of the key feelings that you want to feel. And then my second question for this category and the others will be what actions or, I, or actions or steps help you activate that. So what helps you feel in connection with your higher power or your higher purpose? What do you want to feel more of? What's the dominant feeling? And there might be two or three feelings that you want to feel more of spiritually. Like I know for me, I want to feel connected to God, that we're in partnership, that we're co-creating together. I want to feel in tune and that I'm clear. I want to feel like there's clear communication and communion. I want to experience God more often for myself, my own personal relationship there, right? So those are some of the feelings that I want to feel. What actions help me activate it or help you activate what you want? For some of you might be saying my yoga practice or meditation. For some of you, Bible study, like Marina was saying, your devotional time. You might want to say for me, nature time or time for service or quiet time. How many of you know you want more quiet time in this year, right? Anyone else like, I just want more time for quiet, for reflection, for pondering, not just because the world is so noisy and our brains can be noisy. And all of us are likely carrying around a mini smartphone, which is just a little mini computer. And there's all the ways that we can be constantly plugged in to consumption. But one of my key questions for myself, it's actually the podcast that launched this morning that went out today is what nourishes you? Will you write this question down for me when you look at all of your goal setting? But as we look at some of these personal, especially self-care habits, what nourishes you, right? What plugs you in? What plugs you in spiritually? What nourishes your spirit and tuning into that, right? Is that nourishment question? Because we're always consuming. We live in a world like our, our parents perhaps, or grandparents for sure. Great grandparents. Like there used to be a time guys where TV was on and you only could catch programs at very certain times. And then TV was off. And it was blank. And now we live in a world 24 seven between internet and cell phones and scrolling and TV and streaming and Netflix and all these things, which I'm not, they're not bad, but sometimes we need better boundaries, don't we? More quiet time. What nourishes you? Ask that question. So that's number one is spiritually, is what do you want to see nourished there? What do you want to feel more of? What actions help you activate it? What nourishes you? Number two is your health. What do you want to feel more of in your own health this year? Now, this is a real big one. For those of you that are going to claim you're ready to grow your business, as much as you're saying, I'm ready to grow my business, that we're going to invest in the health. We're going to invest in the self-care, right? Time for mind, body, heart, spirit. That's that self-care guide I want you to download. That's another, again, free resource. It's all there. You can go there after and download it. But thinking about your own health. What do you want to feel more of in your own health? I know for me, it has everything to do with energy, right? Everything to do with energy and that tapping into those things that what, what do you want to feel? And you might say, I want to feel more vibrancy or vivacious. I want more energy. I want to be able to run a marathon, right? That may or may not be a goal for you, but you're saying, I want more energy or I want my, my muscles. I want more flexibility right? Or you might have some gut health things you're addressing or some emotional health things or skin or, or again, or health or nutrition is when you think about health, there's obviously a few categories in there, but what do you want to feel more of with your own health? You want to share some of those in the chat box. I'd love to hear and see that too. What do you want to feel more of? And then what actions habits or decisions will help you create that? Yeah. Energy and clarity, vivacious, stable blood sugar. Absolutely. Hormonal balance. Yes. Emotional endurance. So again, then ask yourself what actions or activities help you create that. Now, friends, sometimes when I'm doing my visioning, I really love to get out some colored markers um, and either do it on flip chart paper or even pen to paper. I love the power, though, of mapping it out. And I love colors for that creativity. And that you just start identifying, but each one of these, you could create what's called a mind map, right? Like a mind map is you draw a circle in the middle, and then it looks like a wheel or a spoke or a sun. And so like you could put health right in the middle, middle spirituality, right in the middle, financial business. And then what are the different spokes or the things that influence the thing that you want? That's in this, excuse me, in the center right? So thinking about what helps you have. So if you say, I want to feel like Linda says, I want to feel vivacious, right? I want to have energy. What are the things that help you get there? And you might say like, for me, my personal mantra is I move my body every day. I eat or drink greens every day. I'm committed to right now, a certain amount of water, right? And certain choices with nutrition and things like that. And supplementation, taking your LLV, right? Or your, and your terazyme or your turmeric might be part of that. Or your fiber, all those various things from nutrition, things to sleep, to movement, to meditation. But the kind of health you want, tap in first again to the core feeling, right? And I just think of that feeling. For me, it's like my queen self. It's that high self showing up to the table. is being my best self before I get here and before I go there, and and the various ways of relationship is that you've invested in the vessel, right? That's number two is help. Number three is let's look at is relationships. What do you want to feel more of in your relationships and tap into that? What's the core feeling you want to feel there? And again, we're probably back to connection, like our relationship to our higher power or higher purpose connection, joy, intimacy, love, sharing, laughter, playfulness. What do you want to feel in your relationships? Now can I give you a few subcategories with relationships to consider? relationship with self number one number two would be relationship with family and that might have its own you might have family of origin and then family that you've co-created if you're married or have a spouse significant other sweetheart if you have children right and then relationship with your network right and thinking about the business and how you want to show up there so again we're I, I know I wish we had like, a, we were here for a full day and we would take, go through each one of these, but I think it's wise to think about that. But overall, you're probably saying connection, right? And that connection is going to look different for self as with your sweetheart, your children, if applicable, your family of origin, meaning your parents, your siblings, and so forth. Friendships, of course, right? And we want to attack that and we want to address that one too. So relationship with self, with family, friendships, and network. And some of those cross over multiple of those categories. Some of my coach, my coaching clients have become some of my dearest friends, right? Where just like they would have been initially quoted my network, they've now become dearest friends that we share life together, right? That kind of a thing. One of the things that you're saying is, ooh, these are some good things, right? You're saying with relationships, what you want to feel is security, harmony, To be wanted, as Kathy said that. Thank you for the vulnerability. Don't we all want that, right? And as Reagan, you say, I want to feel enjoyed. I love that. Yes. And being intentional with relationship, you probably won't be surprised that I'm going to tech this in, but I want you to see that first and foremost, starting with as a mirror with yourself. Like in Kathy's statement there is, do I want me? Do I want me? Do I enjoy me? Am I showing up for myself? Am I loving me? Am I in that space? And there's different practices we can talk about that can help support you with that. But yes, is nourishing that self-relationship. And then absolutely saying, I want this with others. I want to create that, communicate that. I want to give the thing that I want to receive. And I want to practice in my relationships, right? As Marianne Williamson says, she says, relationship is the laboratory for the Holy Spirit to do the work now she says holy spirit she's in her own tech background she's jewish and in her work return to love she uses a lot of christian language she acknowledges that and so whatever the words might be but think about relationships are great sanctuaries great laboratories for learning for healing for growth for expansion so much growth so much goodness yes yes And yeah, Kathy, I know, I thought, gosh, once I say this, that might bring up the tears. You get me every time. (laughs) I don't know if I should say you're welcome or I'm sorry, but I'm going to just say, I love you, right? Is that's where it comes from, is it's so true is how often in relationship, and I know this and I know that. And so when you said that, I went, hmm, because I have felt those same feelings myself. I've done a lot of work in that space and still doing it is choosing in like one of the best decisions you could make today is to say, I'm going to choose to have a better relationship with me in 2022. I'm going to take better care of me. Like I said, back in health, if you're serious about growing your business, you'll get deep in your roots of how you nourish yourself because everything's energy and everything being capacity of how much you can hold and enrollments to leadership, to growth, to attention, to allowing and permission for abundance to show up has everything to do with how you nourish your root system. Yeah, so much love. I love that. But relationships, now ask what actions or activities help you activate that, right? You might say, hey, I'm gonna choose to nourish my network every week. I'm gonna choose to send out handwritten notes or or host quarterly gatherings, whether in person or or online, virtually. And I'm gonna gather my tribe and nourish them and pour back into them from friendships to your teams, your teams need tribe. They do. That's a big reason why they're with you or while they'll stay or why they'll be drawn to join you in doTERRA is they get, yes, their physical needs met and a lot of support through the oils and supplements, but they get emotional needs and belonging needs met because they come and they get nourished here. Right. Andy and Natalie are phenomenal at that. They are so good at regularly nourishing their people and showing up that way and creating gathering in space sometimes the coaching we have together is hey uh you guys need a little more boundaries a little less everyone else a little more just this crew get all these people out of your house we need some time just for you to get nourished right Andy anything you want to say to that or what we're talking about because I'm seeing you smile
0: no just an uh, acknowledgement that um you've modeled that really well for us like every Christmas there's like these amazing gifts that show up from you and every birthday it's like you just you you model what it means to really cherish someone um Mm -hmm. and so thank you for that Mm -hmm. and I I have to acknowledge it's Natalie in our partnership that is the amazing gift giver it's really her strength
1: yeah well I just think you both are so phenomenal about that so I love that Brian if we can just put a quick pin into that that question, but I well let's see what's the best way to follow up with Tiffany regarding personal and team coaching. Um, you can just reach out to me directly, I run all my own social media or my personal email is Tiffany at me.com you're welcome to put that in the chat box or send that to Brian, but yes. Tiffany Peterson at me.com comes right to me. Every other email goes through a team, a virtual assisting team. So feel free to do that. But that's relationships and relationships can bring us so much joy. They can bring us pain. But one of my juicy, beautiful, painful, but incredible lessons again in 2021 is, you know, showing up for yourself in a deep way. Yeah. And showing up for you. And, and what do you think of you? So often as humans, we're spending time, like, does everyone like me? How am I sound? We try to manage perception, image consciousness, all this stuff versus dropping into and saying, but do I like me? Do I show up for me? Because some people will, and some won't. And no matter what, and sometimes in life, we spend time hustling the approval of, of other people versus are you giving it to yourself, right? The power of that. So, so valuable. Okay. So that is number three is relationships. Number four is financial. What do you want to feel more of in your financial life? Right. Dropping into those core feelings, probably feelings of, you know, abundance and freedom and security and trust. Can I introduce that word in your financial life? Trust. Mm, 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 mm. Gosh, This is so there's like, again, I keep having this feeling of we need like a full day or two or three together. Right. But to talk about that for yourself, generosity, trust, peace, maybe there's like, oh, I just want peace in my finances. But financial life and financial healing, right, come from both mindset and skill set or practical choices that we're making. Both is what's your relationship with money? I teach in my money, my mindset makeover course every May. You can also find the downloadable training on that, my on my site, mindset makeover on week four of those four sessions, we do a whole money mindset course. I also have in my free downloadable, the recommended reading list, several books on money that help you have a healthier relationship with money to transition that. But my loves, you deserve to be living a life where you feel like there's trust, there's sufficiency, there's enoughness, right? in your financial life and tapping into that. And so what do you want to feel more of? Not what it's been, not the story, right? Because, but choosing to get into a better relationship with money. See, some of you shame and judge money and you're always mad at money, right? You're always mad at money. But imagine you and I in a friendship. And if you're regularly telling me, you know, Tiff, you're just not enough. You stress me out. You're the root of all evil. Oh gosh, I'm so stressed out about that would I want to hang around you? Mm -mm. Nope. So let's choose maybe this year we work on this relationship too. And, and both, again, there's this concept of choosing to, to to nourish a mindset and a story about money, what you choose to believe, what you want to feel. And then again, what actions help you activate that, right? Like one activity I love for you to look at is what feels like abundance to you And then what actions or activities help you activate that abundance? I know for me, literally diffusing essential oils is one way I help my space and myself feel more abundant. Having a clean fridge or clean sheets on my bed is another way that helps me activate abundance. Fresh flowers in my home regularly. I love them. And I often buy them for myself, right? A small bundle from Trader Joe's or Costco or Whole Foods. And so it's not about a lot of money, but it's about a feeling, what you're after. What do you want to feel more of in your financial life? What actions or activities help you get there? And then again, thinking about what goals you want to set that you want to do in your finances and your income. Yeah. Ruth saying, I want to feel safe with money. Beautiful. of his material, Total Money Makeover. I had the opportunity to meet him years back and speak for his platform in a couple of cities and spend time with him. And he's just such a genuine good man, just down to earth. But in terms of practical support, but there's both in terms of that skill, but there's also a mindset because you can have all the things lined up and you can have X amount of money in the bank and you can still feel scared of money or feel insecure or scarcity. And so it matters that you do both the work of yes, maybe perhaps making the financial plans and the goals and and so forth and the things you're working on financially, but it matters that what's the energy, what's the energy vibe around you and money, right? Because that energy is leading the show, right? And that's true for any of these quadrants and categories. Number, let's see, what number was that? Was that number four? Yes, so that we went spiritual, health, relationships, money. Now let's look at business. Let's talk business. Number five is business. Now you might have more than one business, or you might be full time or part time employed. Doterra might be your side hustle. It might be full time. It might be currently a hobby, right? For some of you, you're all in, and this is a full time business. For some of you, you're just getting started. Some of you, you're like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I, you know, play with this." And there's no right or wrong. There truly isn't. It there's just not. It's just experience. And so let's get choosing into what do you want to feel more of in your business life this year what do you want to feel what are the feelings can I share with you some of my business oriented feelings I want to feel that I'm productive creative that I'm adding value and I'm connecting on a regular basis right I want to feel like there's growth there's contribution I love also Marianne Williamson and her great work, The Law of Divine Compensation. She says this, she says, your business is your ministry. It's a form of service, right? It's a way that we serve and we show up and we connect. Like for me, I love it, love it, love it, love it. The work that I'm up to in the world. And so it's just tuning into that. But I'm clear on some of those core values that I want to feel creative, productive, that I'm contributing, that I'm adding value that I'm connecting on a regular basis, right? So drop drop into that. And here's the thing, loves, is if I'm regularly, do I set sales goals every year in my business? You bet, right? Are there goals I'm working on with various events and gatherings and programs and launches? For sure. And I focus heavily on being productive. Right? Not just busy, everyone's busy. But a question I like to ask another good discernment question, if you want to write this for me in your notes, is what am I producing? And I like to look at that daily. What am I producing today, or this week, or this month, or this quarter? That productivity is what creates your paycheck. Everyone's busy. And sometimes, especially as Americans, we love to like maybe try to wear a badge how busy we are busy, busy, busy. That's nice. What are you producing? What are you cre- creating in terms of product, in terms of events, gatherings, um, content, right? And ideas and so forth. And so I love to feel productive, creative, right? Like that I'm regularly, I'm in productivity and I'm creating like a new program, like I'm doing this week, right? Or a new course or, or a new, you know, meditation or something of that nature. I'm creating social content or my podcast that or just loving that's having such a great experience is I'm in creativity with that productivity that's intentional to add value. And then I'm regularly nourishing my relationships where I'm connecting. Now, what do you think happens to my sales when I'm not perfect at, because perfect's out the door, that's so in the past, right? But when I'm progressing and I'm fairly consistent, I'm progressing with being productive, creative, adding value and connecting with others. What do you think that does to my sales? What do you think it does to your sales? They come. An opportunity. When you show up to say, I'm adding value, I'm gathering people, whether online or in person, I'm sharing, I'm sampling, I'm nourishing, I'm sharing great ideas and content. What you really want within business here, if I can just sum this up, what you're after is connection. If you want to draw this triangle, if we were doing a VIP day, I'd map this out for you. Wow, we're going to to share all the things here. And I know we're getting close to our time, so I'll be sensitive to that and I'll leave you with those resources as well. We'll flush out these eight really quickly, but draw a triangle for me at the top and the top. I want you to write connection. Connection equals growth. Connection equals sales. And then bottom left, I want you to write content and bottom right. I want you to write contact. Is contacting right Is any form of like we make a call. We, we call someone, we text them, we email them, we nourish them, right? But we're contacting them and we're, being, we're in touch with that, right? As you're all in the people business, whether people like this afternoon, I'm going to be with hair salon owners, they own hair salons. So different than doTERRA, right? And then it's like later today, I'm going to be with a whole group and some people are in doTERRA and some are in a different business. Some are real estate agents, some are fellow coaches, designers, authors, artists, tech, education, you name it. We're all in the people business, no matter what the business is. So contacting and then content, right? Creation of content, things like your social media or having a a YouTube channel, a newsletter list, an email list, right? Ways that you're sharing content with other people. Now, some of you might say, Tiff, I don't really want to grow on social. Don't have to, but maybe you double up your contacting. What matters is you're getting connected to people. And as you're connecting and nourishing those connections, existing clients to brand new relationships, that's how you create growth, right? So we're looking at again, business, but I want you to be clear for you. What do you want to feel? Remember we're setting goals. We're drawn by a feeling and you're saying, I want to feel like I'm growing, that I'm productive, that I'm creative. I want to feel like I'm adding value and I want to feel connected to my business relationships, right? So those, Are the five we've covered so far, again, is looking at spirituality, health, your relationships, financial, looking at business. Number six, let's look at is, let's look at number six I want you to look at is personal growth, right? What do you want to feel more of in your own personal growth? And obviously you might say growth. Well, I want to feel like I'm growing. Great. What actions help you do that? That might be committing to saying, hey, I'm hiring a coach this year, or I'm going through a training program, or I'm going to learn French or Spanish or take cooking classes, right? Different ways that you want to commit to your growth, maybe your leadership skills, your communication skills, but looking at personal growth as a category, what you want to feel and then what actions or ideas help you activate that personal growth. I read or listen to nourishing content every single day. It's now just part of my habits. It's part of my life that happens on the regular. Category number seven is fun, right? And that's obvious when I ask you, what do you want to feel in the fun category? But I know for me, it's like, I want to feel for me under the fun category are feelings like curiosity, wonder, awe, playfulness. But it's like, for me, fun is, I love, one of my very favorite things is to visit a new space. And drop into a town with no set agenda for a few hours and meander through and experience that town, stop in a cafe, walk through some shops, maybe, you know, oh, what's one of your favorite things in this town? Oh, I'm going to go for this hike or do this thing. But for yourself is dropping into what's fun for you. You might say, I really want to, you know, get out more. And and for me, that you might be golf or it might be hiking, right? Reagan, I love that you spent that time and really nourishing several things happen there right spirituality and health and relationship got nourished as well as fun and exploration right but whatever's fun for you but allowing the joy some of you know because we've coached together i invite you to create a joy list a joy list is ideally you come up with 24 things write this on your action list you're going to do this after the fact but create a joy list 24 things 12 things cost money 12 things do not cost money and that you consciously create more joy in your life. Joy is so sexy. It's a great magne- magnifying or magnetic, I should say um, principle where when you're in your own joy and happiness, man, you are more magnetic. That is for sure. Absolutely. And so investing in that joy and in that fun for yourself and allowing that to be the case. One of you said, one of your lessons from 2021 is life is short. And it's like, how happy are you? and the joy of that. And again, investing that into yourself is also a way that you help grow your business. Because no one, by the way, I'm real confident doTERRA is never coming out with a bottle of oil labeled anxiety, right? Stress, anxiety, no one's wanting to buy that, right? And so it's choosing into saying our energy is like, are you happy? Like genuinely, not perfectly, but it's like, there's a core sense of happiness If not loves, we got to let's choose today to say, I'm going to move the needle. I'm going to choose to invest in me and have a healthier, happier relationship with me because that spills over to every single one, everyone else. Sometimes we look at self care as quote, uh, selfish. It's actually the very opposite. Self care is quite spiritual. When you take care of the vessel, when you feel better, you show up better. When you feel better, you're a better significant other, a better partner, a better parent. When you feel better, you're a better leader. When you feel better, you're more magnetic, right? It's just choosing to move into that that you say, "Hmm, this is something that we need to create for myself." So that's category seven is fun. It's truly it's its own category that I want you to be creative and intentional about. Sometimes when we think of goals, it's always improve, 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 improve. Mm-hmm. But it's more it's improve, but it's like choosing into like more aliveness. What makes me feel more alive? more joy, more richness. That's the point of being here, right? Is I'm more alive today. Can we be more alive today? Can we notice the things? Can we be more intentional about the joy that we're creating? And finally, category number eight is giving back. Is some form of community of giving back that might be supporting an orphanage in Mexico. That might be your local church. That might be a certain cause. That might be Boys and Girls Club. That might be doing anonymous acts in your town or community. It might be you being the PTA president, right? Or that you're really invested with a certain cause or charity, whatever this is for you. But what do you want to feel more of? And it's probably, again, a sense of community, a sense of service and purpose. You can see how some of these categories cross over one another, but there's great power in that. That's category. And our final category of number eight, what do you want to feel more of? and what actions, activities, causes, or groups help you activate that, right? It's so powerful. I want you to be tuned into that for yourself of having a rich, full life, right? Is that we know that there's this balance of, yes, I want you to more intentionally nourish you this year. And then I want you to also intentionally nourish others. And that's like the yin yang of, of a thriving life. Because if our life, it was just us all the time, solo, not as fulfilling, right? But sometimes if our life's only all about everyone else and we're exhausted, fried, burn out all the time, that doesn't work either. And not that I believe in perfect balance, but that we're intentional to nourish both priorities, yourself and others. Now, my loves, we literally could be here for three or four more hours working on clarity, working on visioning. My hope is this has been a contribution to you to help you get started and to do some journaling, right? I hope that you'll take it to that next step. And that you'll continue to do journaling in these areas, gold mining, perhaps the year we've come from, as well as looking at these eight categories of clarity, what you want to feel more of, what actions activate that for you. And definitely download your own goal setting program. That way you can go through those, some of those details of now moving these ideas and feelings into specific ways that you're going to move them forward into achievement. Right. But remember your most important goal, my loves, most important goal is progress, 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 progress. So we commit to actions and to habits. I'm a big fan of having effort-based goals where you focus on the effort, right? Like an effort-based goal is I move my body every day. An effort-based goal is I nourish four or five relationships a week. An effort-based goal is, you know, I take my LLV every day. Is that we focus on the habits that give us the nourishment and the progress that moves us in alignment to in the direction of what it is that we want. But I love being on this journey with you. I hope we're connected. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook if we're not there yet. I run all my own social media. You can also get connected to my show, the podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. But thank you, Andy and Natalie, for inviting me in with so much trust over the years into your community. Gosh, that just made me emotional. I don't take that for granted. Mm. I really trust and feel the feel your trust. And I'm just the gratitude. I love what you guys are about. This whole community. I love that you are on a mission to help people be healthier and happier. And I just love being part of the journey. So thank you for including me in this incredible tribe.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, sister. I'm feeling the same way, just overwhelmed with with so much gratitude for for your life, your mission, um, for everything you stand for. So from all of us, just a huge heartfelt thank you. Thank you and namaste. So, mm-hmm. so grateful for you, sister.
1: Thank you. Love you guys. Cheers to 2022. I look forward to seeing it, staying in touch. You can join us again next Wednesday and every Wednesday as we move through this year.